Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine. Only on the BetQL Network. Let's go ahead and put a bow on this bad boy. Final statement of Tapped Out this Saturday evening with producer Jake Nolaker and Brendan Tobin. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. Next Saturday, the fights are back. Vegas 68, although... I don't know exactly what time they are. So I'm here in Kansas City, Central Time Zone. According to my producer, the prelims start at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Main event, 1 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time. And they're in Las Vegas. So hopefully, BT, you're more of a night owl because it looks like the Derek Lewis, Sergey Spivak main event right now. Spivak, a heavy favorite, minus 180. The Black Beast comes back at plus 150. So you can make our money, make some money on our guy. Uh, that might not go off till like three o'clock in the morning, dude. Oh, that's, a, that's a tough night. That's a tough wait, dude. I don't know if that one's got the juice for me to, uh, to check that one out. I love, uh, I love some Derek Lewis. Don't get me wrong, but it's a big ask. It's a big ask they're having, uh, they're having me going there for. You know, so I don't know. Maybe it might just be a, a Bader versus Fedor two night for me. Your honesty is very much appreciated, and I got to tell you, I feel the same way. Like I might lay <laughs> a little bit Johnny of money got to watch him. I don't think that. Yeah, that night Bellator. Also, you're right. I also don't think that Derek Lewis has much of a chance to win that fight. I'm just not willing to be up late enough to watch it. I'm getting too old. So I'll put some money down right on my MGM app. Like, I'll probably put a little bit of money down against Derek Lewis. I don't mind paying that, like, whatever it ends up going off at minus 180 or whatever, just because I think Derek Lewis' days are way behind him. We've been talking about all these different dudes, it feels like, with Tony Ferguson. We brought up Cowboy Cerrone. I hate to say it, and you mentioned it earlier, father time, undefeated. Once you get old, usually – And the UFC, the best fighting promotion in the world against trained killers locked in a cage, it doesn't get any easier. It doesn't get any better. What guys try to do is take time off or they move up or they move down. But honestly, when's the last time that we thought a guy, maybe Glover, was done and he came back to have that type of success? So I just, I don't see that. Well, here's the thing. How can I, 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 let's see if I can talk you into this. All right. right. Three and three in his last six. Losses, Texas. Texas, Texas wins Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. Oh, Oh, okay. All right. 
Well, look, and, and like he's lost to like he's lost to Gone, tied to Ivasa, and that oh my god, that's Sergey Pavlovich. He's so scary, I, dude. I saw him in Orlando. He's the scariest fighter I've ever seen. I, I mean, I don't care what if he if you told me he was fighting John Jones, I'd take Pavlovich. He's so scary. Oh my he god, really he is. I don't think that it's his time to fight John Jones yet, but maybe like dude, at some point, yeah, that guy is. He is a menace. He is a menace. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to stay up for it, but I feel like we do this with Derek. Like we we rule him out, and then like he's going to come up with a knockout. Uh, You know, it was like the same thing they did that with uh, who the hell was he taking on? It was uh, oh Dawkins. Like they're like oh Dawkins is Chris Dawkins this time. Sorry, Jake. I know he's Philly boy, but it's like boom. Then all of a sudden puts away Chris Dawkins. See, I kind of feel like I do the opposite that I try to talk us into putting money on Derek Lewis. Ultimately, the only thing we can agree on is that we're not going to be up late enough to watch that fight next Saturday night. Main event goes off at 1 a.m. Eastern time. These guys probably throw down at like 3 o'clock in the morning. So uh, good luck to whoever can stay up for that one. I appreciate you. Um, UFC 284 is just a couple of weeks after that. We kind of brushed over it. The main event, Volkanovski coming in against Islam Makachev. I don't know if you've been paying attention to the line movement. Islam started as a super heavy favorite. I saw at one place a minus 500 for Islam to win that fight. Now, a lot of places had him as a minus 400, including where I bet at BetMGM. And right now it's down to minus 350, which means Volkanovski is still a heavy underdog, but he's not maybe what he once was. Right now I'm looking at him as a plus 290 underdog. That makes a little bit more sense. And it feels like if you're a Volkanovski better, Get in now because people are going to come to their senses the closer that fight gets, and they're going to be like, "Well, nobody's really shown a way to beat this guy. People have shown a way to get him into a guillotine, like Ortega or a triangle choke, and but he hasn't lost. So I don't know necessarily that those odds are going to remain at what they are. If you made me bet, and I'm a better, I'll tell you that Volkanovski goes off as like a two to one underdog by the time the fight night comes around." It's just going to be a fascinating thing to see, like, what the size difference is going to be between them, you know? Like, that's, that's to me, how is Volkanovski going to handle going up? Because I think, yeah, he's got the skill set. You know, we've seen him as a as a long time ago when he was a big, big uh, Australian rules football player. He was a big or rugby boy. Or whatever that he was, was a big, big boy. He was a moose. But, you know, I, I think that's going to be the crazy thing is, like, what is it actually going to look like when these guys get in a cage with one another and can he withstand Islam, you know, being the naturally stronger guy, you would think. Um, but look, he, he's, a, he's, he's been a guy who's dealt with his own doubters in his own division for a while. He's been, he called this. This is what he wanted. So you got to respect the confidence. And I do think that, you know, we've talked about the number one pound for pound fighter on the planet. And I think that, yeah, there was a lot of disrespect coming his way. I'm, I'm more okay with where things are now. I think that they were a little out of hand early on, but I, I kind of understand where they're at right now. I think that's a good spot for them. You think Islam's going to beat him? I say I can't make enough money on that. So tell me, how's he going to beat him? Does it happen quick? Does he choke him out? Does he dance around yeah, for a right, minute? Islam's right trying now, to knock you out too. Right now on methods, Islam by submissions plus 135. Islam by decisions... Islam by decision is plus 320, and Islam by knockout is plus 450. Those look a little tastier to me. 
Volk by submissions plus two thousand. That 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 yes. uh, way was a little off. So you think like you think that's gonna happen? I mean, Choking, I mean, submitting Islam. I'd be shocked. I'd be then again, I mean, Mirko Krokop once got head kicked and got knocked out. So like, you know, it's not it's not completely unheard of to think that a guy is so dominant at a certain way of fighting and then he ends up losing that way. You've seen it before, so. It would just be cool but, yeah, to see if he if, if he can get that pushback on, like if he can show that resistance on Islam, like just you know not let Islam just dish rag him early and 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 drag this into some deep because he's been in some wars, he's been in some some hard fights. We've seen Volk get off to some slow starts against Max. If he can kind of weather that early storm, and and Islam's gonna have to really dig down and like, oh man, this guy's not there. That to me is where it gets interesting. So it might be one of these things where, like, maybe you're live betting this fight. Maybe you're watching this and you're like, "Ooh, you know, maybe he's, maybe Islam doesn't look so good on the stool in round two, something like that." Totally agree. And that's when I think it'll get more exciting, and you'll live bet, and you'll sit on the edge of your couch or your futon if you're like me. Because when we saw the Ortega fight, I thought I thought Volkanovski was done a couple of separate times, and when he ended up getting out of that, it was like, "Damn, okay, what's the method to beating this guy?" If we see, if we see Islam start, it gets on the ground, and Islam gets Volkanovski's back, or he starts to choke him out, and Volkanovski's head pops out again, bro. You know how excited I'm gonna get because at that point it's gonna be like he is the real zombie. I know he beat the Korean zombie, but he's the real zombie. Like there's not really a method to beat him. So everybody thinks it's gonna happen. I'm just curious how people think Islam's gonna beat Volk. All right, let's. Uh, by the way, Emmett and Yair Rodriguez, just a banger in the comments, friend of the show. Josh Emmett and Yair. Yair right now is a minus 155. Emmett plus 135. To me, this is a pick which is why I'll put money on Emmett at plus 135. I love Yair. Yair, I would say, for current fighters, can beat you in more different ways than anybody in the weight class and maybe anybody in the entire promotion. That guy could beat you in a million different ways. But Josh Emmett is dynamite, bro, and he's been on fire. You're going to give me plus 135 on Josh Emmett? I think I got to take it. And he's got that beard now, too. He's got the beard. He has the cool T-shirts beforehand. And he's got, you know, he can he can unload on you with just a one-punch knockout, like, out of nowhere. Just he's uh, he's very, very dangerous. That's a fun fight between both of them, um, you know. And and it, it really, uh, you know, it's, it, it's a cool thing because, you know, Volk's going to get to see, like, where his division is going to be handed off to at that point. But man, that one feels like it could just be an epic, epic war. Hey, producer Jake, grab the microphone. We got a couple of minutes left. Both our teams play tomorrow. If they both win, we play each other in the Super Bowl. Well, not you and me, but our teams would. Uh, Philadelphia, the Eagles at the crib right now. I'm seeing two and a half point favorites versus San Francisco. You're nervous, dog? How are you feeling about that one? I'm not nervous, man. I'm not nervous. I think that you look a little nervous. What do you mean I look a little nervous? Eagles have been killing it for me all year. Ask BT. Ask BT how the Eagles have been doing for me this year. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but you got, this is you got a, your money, dude. I know. This, I'm this just is, being, I'm just this being is a playoff game. game. This, is, this is a big one. There's some pressure. And that defense, dog. How's Philly going to score on that defense? I got my money on the unders. I, I'm honestly more worried about San Francisco's offense tomorrow. And I know that's kind of a crazy take because the Eagles defense is so great. And young quarterback, or, or excuse me, uh, Eagles defense is so great, and San Francisco has a young quarterback. But I just know, I, I know how the Eagles can be defensively in big games. Sometimes, just growing up an Eagles fan for 25 years, so I, I'm a little bit nervous. It's going to be a high-scoring game. The link, 
and that the shootouts are what worries me. But if everything goes as it should, the Eagles should hold them low. The Eagles should score high. Super Bowl, here we come. And again, I would ask BT about his Miami Dolphins tomorrow, but I <sighs> I don't see them on the schedule. So that's your take yeah. on your Eagles. My Chiefs are playing. I am a little nervous, man. Like a lot of right trash talk from about those Bengals. A lot of trash talk, but the truth is they've already backed it up. It's not like the Chiefs can say scoreboard or record or the only thing that we have that they don't is our quarterback and our team has won a Super Bowl. But to be fair, he's been in the league a couple more years. If Joe Burrow goes out there, comes into Arrowhead, beats the Chiefs again in an AFC championship game again, and he's 4-0 and he goes back to another Super Bowl, at that point, man, like the separation between Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes, which seems to be getting a little bit thinner day by day, is is razor thin. You tell me. I mean, if Burrow wins the Super Bowl, isn't he kind of the dude even more than Patrick Mahomes is the yes. dude? Yes, and that pays yeah, me to for say. sure. No, no, he gets he gets the he gets to to hold the mantle for a little bit. That's a good rivalry, dude. I am a little bit annoyed with him though. You know, this Joe Burrow, very full of himself. I mean, Burrowhead. I wonder what's going to happen if it's Jalen Hurts, though. But we don't have time to talk anymore about your Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Eagles Chiefs is my prediction. I've been wrong before. It was 1997 on a Thursday. That's when I was wrong. For Brendan Tobin and Jake Noaker, and, of course, Johnny Eplin, the middleweight champion of Bellator. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. We'll talk to you next Saturday night right here on the BetQL Network. Good night.